Good morning. Welcome to Energy Works. Today we're talking about the gift of a healthier body. So imagine if you'd had this thought a year ago and you'd already started working on your healthier body. How would you feel today? Would you be leaner or stronger or would you have better energy or would you feel better about yourself because you'd put in that effort? So if we were to commit to start today to have a healthier body, what would be the first step that you would take? And I think one of the first steps would have to be to show yourself love, that you're willing to put that love and effort into yourself to have that gift of a healthier body. There are parts of us that we perhaps don't like, parts of us that perhaps are incentive or parts of us that are disincentive. But all of those parts make up who we are and we've lived on the ability of our body to suck up what we've dished out to it and still survive. So now we want to be able to uh, show love to our body because it did do that and give it better food, give it better love, give it better sleep, better water, you know, make sure the, the nutrients are all there. So I guess... If we talk about, you know, the aspects of our body that we would like to be healthier or happier, what do you think they would be? You know, for some people, it might be a healthier mindset. It might be stronger muscles or it might be a back that stands up better or it might be to have, um, you know, for me, knees that are stronger in a year's time. Yeah, we, we all want to, you know, have that better body or that better life. And as I put in the group, there was an article that I found that was talking about uh, how nature helps to heal us. So I think part of our healthy body routine or a healthy body gift to ourselves needs to be to get into nature, whether it's just holding your pot plant, if that's as good as it gets, or you can buy earthing mats to put on your bed, or you can actually just go stick your feet on the earth whether it's the sand, the dirt or the grass, it all will help to ground us and to reduce the stress within us. And maybe having a chat to yourself in a quiet moment about, you know, what's stopping you from giving yourself the gift of that holy, healthier and holier body, we'll call it that as well, because I think the more we're in tune with our divine parents, the more that we can live a life that is fulfilling so let's start with, I allow myself to be healthy, which of course is weak. All right, and this has a generational component from dad's dad's side of the family and the men. And I guess in times past, men may have to have had a, I guess they have to provide for their family and themselves and sometimes they had to put themselves on hold to be able to do that. All right, something in our timelines preventing our health and happiness. Age 17, age 20, age 23, age 26, age 30, 33, 36. Okay, so maybe some of those ages mean something to you. Maybe it's for somebody else. Uh, let's go with I'm worth the effort. Age eight, stuck in this one. 
and 13. 23. Okay, so how are we measuring our worth? Is it by our bank balance? Is it by our waist size? Is it by our group of friends? Or is it, you know, is it some external thing that we're measuring our worth on, which in the end is not a valid measurement of who we are? Who we are is much greater than the body that we see. The spirit that we have within us is, has been around for forever and has a lot of light. And we're, I guess it's uncovering who we are to allow that light to be seen. And let's say it's okay for me to show my light. And I think if you look at somebody that is healthy or is working on their health, that they do shine, they're countenance is radiant and it's like you can see the life force within them is good okay age seven in this one showing my light all righty so which part of your health are you going to work on first let's start with our feelings because if we feel love towards our body, then we're more likely to put effort into it. If we feel anger towards our body, we're less likely to put love and effort into it. Ah, funny feeling. Feeling sloppy. <laughs> okay. So some parts of my skin are a little sloppy. <laughs> All right. So um, what's coming up here is like the opposites in, the, in um, feelings buried alive. Uh, neat, tidy, organized, particular, and clean. So clean is not strong. So what does clean mean to you? So we can have external clean or we can have internal clean, you know, where our uh, intestines are functioning very cleanly, we're eating clean food and, um, you know, cutting out the crap and, eating perhaps more plant-based or um, if you're eating proteins that there's, you know, very particular amounts and grass-fed or wild. All right, this has got a generational component, dad's side, dad's mum. All right, age six. And, you know, clean in, you know, times past, dad's mum could have been about having to use the underground market perhaps to get food during a war or it could be doing things in a way that we would not like to do because of circumstances. All right, time of birth comes up. Dad's feeling. So what's coming up, the feeling that Dad had, is fighting for survival. Okay, so I sometimes our parents were uh, fighting for survival, you know, whether it was financially, emotionally, spiritually, in terms of their survival. All right, and the opposites, um, according to Feeling Spirit Alive, are uh, invincible, supported, cared, and provided for. So provided for is, is weak. So how can we feel provided for? So for some people that could equal, you know, the fridge being stocked or having, you know, spare things in the cupboard. It could mean that you have some money in the bank or it could mean that you have some investments or it could mean that you're, um, you've already paid for your gym membership or your personal trainer or your dance class or whatever it is for the coming term so that you're set up. And you don't have to think about what else you've got to do. 
All right, so now we're going to go into our third chakra, the solar plexus chakra, which is about, uh, you know, taking action and having ambition. And I guess if we're talking about giving ourselves the gift of a healthier body, we do need to take action. Yeah. All right, what's the one thing that you're going to take action on this week, starting today? All right, gallbladder's coming in. Now, sometimes we have to have the gall or the, you know, desire to actually go and do something and stick ourselves to it. All right, being goal or accomplishment driven, and there's nothing wrong with having a goal or accomplishing thing, but if that prevents you from seeing the good and the wonderfulness in yourself, then we have to have that balance. All right, I know that I am a powerful and a wholesome Sorry, I know that I am powerful and a wholesome force for good. I'm confident in my ability to make my life work. All right, so I'm going to use again that feeling spirit alive and look up gallbladder. All right, so these are the ones, feelings of bitterness, feelings of anger or wanting to force things. The one that applies here is wanting to force things. Okay, so people on the call, what are you wanting to force? What is the one thing you're going to do beginning today? All right, um, under gallstones is um, refusing to forgive. So if we refuse to forgive, we uh, it's like we're dragging whoever has offended us around with us everywhere. And we it's not about the other person, it's about us that we are worthy of forgiveness and we don't want to let that person hold us back anymore. Okay, so now we're going to go into our base chakra, which is our belonging and our fitting in family. All right, bone disorders are coming up. All right, what's wrong with your bones? <laughs> okay, Margaret's mentions I need to make time to get these legs moving. Yeah, and, you know, at the moment I'm supposed to be careful with my knees because I've had some PRP done. So even, you know, doing exercises in our room, uh, lying on our back or doing push-ups or sit-ups or other things that won't stress the knees, you can still do things to the capacity of your body. Okay, age seven. This is connected to the bones. What happened to your bones? And also what's coming up? Oh, Catherine's mentioned she has osteoarthritis, osteoarthritis in her spine. And Margaret said, I have dodgy knees. Yeah, I'm with you, Margaret. Okay. So osteoarthritis is like inflammation, isn't it? And even as we get older, our knees can um, have degeneration. And so if we talk diet-wise, we need to eat an anti-inflammatory diet, so we need to stay away from sugar, processed flours, I guess white things, and eat more vegetables. And if you're going to eat animals, they need to be grass-fed, as we mentioned, or if it's fish, it needs to be wild. And we need to eat seeds that help with inflammation, and we need to eat yes, foods that as much as possible are organic, you know, fresh straight from the garden if we look up let's look up arthritis in feelings buried alive and all right so this is what this is from feelings buried alive she said depression endured over long periods of time belief that it's wrong to get angry 
which creates repressed anger that eats you up, the need to be right, rigid in thinking and feelings, uncompromising attitude and inflexible inflexibility. All right, so um, Bess mentioned her left knee and her middle back. Okay, thank you everyone that commented. All right, so um, let's talk particularly about an uncompromising attitude. Now, there's sometimes we should never compromise, uh, you know, on on our health or on our worth or even on our honesty, I think. Um, these things are all very um, important to us, but we can compromise on what we allow other people to do. So it's their choice how they live their life. If they want to do things wrong, we need to let them do that. That's totally up to them, and even if it affects us, that's their choice. We can explain how it affects us, but, again, that's their choice. And so we need to be compromising in terms of allowing other people to be themselves. So if we say, I allow myself to heal, it's weak. Uh, Time of birth comes up. So our own healing. All right, so what's coming up is the don't care about me attitude or don't, don't care what happens to me. Now, for some people, that attitude can get them through a very sticky situation, but there always comes a time where we have to unpack what we've stuffed inside our body and address the things that we've stuffed in there. Uh, So let's do the opposite. I uh, care about myself. All right, so of course if we don't care about ourselves, we're not going to put the effort in. We're not going to make the effort to eat good food. We're not going to make the effort to get enough sleep or to exercise or to do that time in nature that we know will re regenerate us and release the stresses that we have all right age two what was happening to you when you were two was someone else born what was going on all right something in our neck okay so this is from secret language of your body by inner seagull uh what's coming up is judging yourself Uh, often we look at other people and we think that they have it together and we think that, you know, their life is amazing and they're on a cruise ship and we miss the ticket. But uh, the thing that I've learned about people is everybody has struggle. We may not see the struggle, but they do have struggle, every single person. So let's say I'm okay without judging myself. Age seven. And sometimes we've had experiences, you know, where there's been family problems and as a child we take it on it that it's our fault that we were too difficult or we were too much or there was a reason that mum left or there was a reason that you know dad took off or there is a a reason and often we include ourselves in that reason and feel that uh, we have a problem and Catherine's mentioned I have this prevailing thought that I'm a bad person yeah and often that started in childhood It's like, you know, because things went badly, we took it on that it must have been our fault and that we are the problem. And we take that belief through our whole life. It's a false belief. We've got to throw it in the bin. All right, so let's say I accept myself as a good person and as a worthy person. All right, age four. So you can see these early ages, like two, seven, four, we were little kids that didn't understand really what was going on in the big picture and we've taken it on as our fault. 
All right, something else stuck in our neck. Uh, C6, so if you feel the large bump at the back of your neck, that's the one above. So feeling overwhelmed by anxieties. All right, afraid to let go of old fears. Okay, Catherine's said it could be then because my mum left at seven and didn't take me with her, but she took my sister. Yeah, and a child's version of that would be mum doesn't love me and I'm not worthy, which is not true. And, you know, obviously mum wasn't coping too well to make good decisions. All right, so let's say I forgive myself that mum left me. I'm worthy to be loved. Age 12 hiding in that one. All right, uh, T3 now, which is, um, all right, if you'd felt that last bump, three bumps after that, down your back. Difficulty finding the right words to express yourself. Uh, burnout, putting yourself last. All right, so now we're going into our aura and the layers of our aura. Layer five. Okay, so that's a master copy of the physical body. So we want to release any rubbish that's stuck stuck in there that we can have debris between the layers or hooks, tears, leaks, collapse, stagnant energy accumulating in our aura. All right, chronic collapse. So it's like our aura has been in a bad state for a long time. H2. All right, so stuck emotions. Uh, low self-esteem. So age two, having low self-esteem. Now, I think sometimes emotionally you have to go and sit under a tree and give that two-year-old a hug and tell her that she's a wonderful person and you're so grateful to her that she was able to endure all these difficult things. All right, sometimes we can have tears in our aura. We have been energetically attacked by others and our energy then leaks out through that tear. So again, you can use your time in nature to help repair your energy field, you know, to show love to your whole energy field and allow the, the damage that's occurred to repair. All right, so that's a bit cleaner and clearer in the aura. All right, Celtic weave, that's part of our energy that keeps weaving, which is supposed to look very beautiful. All right, so the upper back, upper and mid back, the knees. All right, so now our radiant circuits. So radiant circuits are like these spare fuses and they're like our inner mum. And just like the inner mum, sometimes is the, the taxi or the counsellor or the cook or the, the seamstress. All right, so Catherine's mentioned the upper and mid-back is hers. Okay. So it's almost like you've got a whip and you've attacked yourself. So it's like we're going to throw that whip in the bin and we're allowing ourselves time to heal and repair so that we can go forward and be who we are. So our radiant circuits are to do with our relationship with our mum and our role as being a mum. Okay, all right, so let's say I accept my mother and her mothering. And we could ask is if you're adopted, is this my the mother that brought me up or my birth mother? So this is our birth mother. I watched a, a video about a woman who fell pregnant and was happy to fall pregnant and then her her boyfriend died suddenly and so she knew that she couldn't raise that baby on her own 
So she decided to give the baby up for adoption and she made a video on, in the last hour that she had with the child before giving it up and she told that child how much she loved it and how much she knew she couldn't take care of it and she you know, found a family that she loved that she felt would take care of him and, you know, she gave him up from love and not from selfishness or not wanting the child. And so I think that's important for people that are adopted to know that that often their birth parents gave them up because they didn't feel that they had the resources to take care of them or to give them a reasonable life. I forgive my mother for her mistakes and, you know, sometimes they didn't believe they could do it. We knew we would come and help them, but, you know, I guess in the beginning stages we need help and we will, as it gets more and more time, we help more. But for some people, having a child is incentive to live and to exist. All right, I live within my healthy limits. And I think that affirmation is very important in terms of living our life in a manner that we can give ourselves the gift of health. All right, age eight is stuck in there. And if we lived in difficult circumstances, often we put ourselves last or we tried to make the family happy and we didn't listen to our own body or what our own mind or heart or spirit was telling us. We did what we thought was best for the family. So let's say I can take care of my family and me. And if we say I can take care of my family on its own, it's strong. If we say I can take care of me, not strong. And if we put them together, not strong. So age two So at age two, feeling this responsibility to help your family. All right, so we're going back into the spine again. And you can see a lot of this um, energy has been trapped within our body. We mentioned gallbladder earlier and we've talked about our neck and our part of our energy field as well and different aspects of our spine. All right, so NT10 is um, holding on to the past and holding on to feelings of resentment, anger and judgment and blame, feeling that if you hold on to your anger, it will hurt the other person rather than seeing how it hurts you and keeps you stuck. Okay, big breath in. Let's shift some of that. All right, so now we're going to go into the knees. So I'm going to use inner sequence book here. And the knees. Okay, what's coming up in the knees is fear of moving forward which often is this false belief that that nothing better can happen than what's happened in the past, which I don't think is true. I think there's always going to be some fun times and some, uh, you know, activities and things to see and feel and experience that will be amazing. All right, so um, left knee is comes up issues with a mother, sister, aunt or significant female in your life. Uh, again, holding yourself back. All right, in the right knee is hiding fear of failure. And, of course, if you think about every step in life that we take, we've failed at some point and then we've learned to overcome, whether it was learning to walk or learning not to poop our pants, learning to eat, all those things took failures which became eventually success. So if we can take that perspective as a little kid does, that we uh, don't need to... I guess, hold ourselves back, you know, let's just have a go. It doesn't matter if you fail. Try again. Try again 50 times, 100 times. It doesn't matter. All right, age four. Again, feeling stuck in our knee from that age. All right, feeling unlucky. All right, and the opposite is trusting. 
And even you could go one back and say, I am trust. All right, age five. Okay, and we're asking if we can release trauma from the past. All right, age 17. He's hiding in trust as well. It's much better. Okay, so we can see that these childhood things that get stuck in us really impede our progress or our ability to give ourselves the gift of health. Uh, so you can book a session to work on these things that are stuck. There's lots of energy healers in our Energy Works group. You're welcome to connect with someone that you can relate to and clear energy. You can learn to clear energy yourself. We teach a course. Once I get in my house, I'll give you some dates for the next one. Uh, we're doing an online one and uh, we'll probably do a possibly an in-person one down the coast so we can have a little holiday and planning an, an advanced one as well. All right, so let's go into our heart chakra. Mm, carpal tunnel's coming up. So anyone got wrist or hand problems? Uh, and an oil that comes up, which I don't have, is hyacinth. So we can plug in the vibration of it. Okay, so what's coming up under carpal tunnel is blocking the energy flow in your life. So if you think like your heart chakra is about your life force and, um, you know, your circulatory system, so it's like we want that to flow and we want it to flow right out to your hands so that you can use your hands to give yourself the gift of health. And again, that word trust comes up in the heart chakra. And trusting that the difficult experiences that we have were necessary to give us the strength to carry out our current life. And even though the things that happened were so painful and awful and we wouldn't wish them on anyone, know that none of that is wasted, that every ounce of that has been used for your growth and your betterment. And in turn, those around you will grow and be improved by you. Okay. All right, a little bit of generational stuff stuck. Dad's dad's side. All right, and sometimes our grandparents had experiences that affect us. They know with epigenetics that, you know, whatever happened to our grandparents and if we have that gene, whether they had starvation or, you know, fear or, whatever that can cause us to be, um, you know, put on weight or to become a hoarder or it's like what they experienced affects our life. Okay, so this Saturday we have an Energy Works get-together, so you're welcome to come and you're welcome to hang out and bring a plate, healthy food please, and we will clear energy together, we'll laugh, sometimes we cry, and we're there to support each other. Um, please come with your best smile and your um, willingness to meet others. And we are really are all in this together and we're here to support each other through our journey of life. Okay. Thank you for everyone that jumped on the call and uh, those that will listen later. Have a great day.